The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. Good morning, my name is Rob Daniels, and welcome to Visions in Sound. Now, for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions in Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week right here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 44 of 2022, and show number 1,149, if you're keeping track that way. This week, we conclude Halloween Horror Month with the annual Creeps, Creatures, and Things that go bump in the night, with a look at the 40th anniversary of John Carpenter's The Thing. Now, I have a special guest in the studio, the first live guest that I've actually had in the studio for well over two and a half years. This is Tamara Ravencroft. Now, welcome. first of all, welcome to the show. And uh, second of all, it's, uh, uh, first of all, great to have you here. But also, I'd also like to mention that uh, you're sh- you have a show premiering tonight. And we'll discuss that in just a second. Now, The Thing is a 1982 science fiction horror film directed by John Carpenter. Uh, this remake, of sorts, is, the 19, is of the 1951 The Thing from Another World. Actually, it cl- more closely resembles the 19, or sorry, the, uh, the novella by John W. Campbell, Who Goes There? Just so, just so, just so we know again, you're, the show that uh, you've got coming up is... Uh, the Dark Side with Madame Ravencroft, and it's coming uh, 3 to three to 5 a.m. Actually premiering this morning we'll or tonight, depending on how you how you look at things. In any case, uh, as I've mentioned, the uh, the the thing I, in, in more resembles the the novella from John W. Campbell's Who Goes There? Now. In 1982, the film was not well received at the time. Uh, this was more than more likely due to another alien film. In this case, more than likely E.T. dominating the box office. Uh, E.T. offered an optimistic take on alien visitation. However, 
1982 also was a summer that had been filled with a six with successful science fiction and fantasy films and an audience through uh living through a recession they were kind of diametrically opposed to the thing's downbeat tone me i kind of like it carpenter was labeled by one critic a pornographer of violence and the film was not appreciated when it first came out in theaters now i'll be the first to admit that i'm not a horror fan I first saw the film in the form of a TV edit. Uh, While the film was severely slashed for content and language, the essence of the film still remained. I truly began to appreciate the film for what it was, a masterpiece of tension, horror, and isolation. A few years later, I ended up buying the film, and it became a Halloween tradition. I have watched The Thing every Halloween since 1993. I now rank the film as among one of my favorites of all time. Now, Tamara, uh, is uh, is that your first time seeing the thing, or is this uh, have you seen it? Uh, have you seen it over the years? Well, I saw it when it first came out in the movies. Then oh. once again, when it was on Super Channel way back in the eighties, when when it was first choice Super Channel, if you remember those. Oh, I remember those days. Key. Yes. Then I haven't seen it for a while, and then recently I quote uh, boned up on it. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so what, first of all, what are your, what, what's your take on the film? I find it very interesting. It's very similar in a way to Alien. Yes. But instead of having a parasite growing inside of you, it's a xenogenetic uh, adaptoid that uses a virus to infect somebody. And then it basically replicates the person's identity, almost like kind of like uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Very much so, yeah. And then you basically have a whodunit kind of situation going about in this little kind of tundra kind of uh, workplace in which there are some people going around wondering, who's you? And it basically stirred up a lot of paranoia. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those suspenseful thriller kind of movies. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it, it became an, an absolute favorite of mine, as I as I mentioned, the, the fact that watching the film, um, even that TV edit um with all of the, 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 there is actually a, um, a narration that, that is, is added and all of these things. When I watched it, when I actually got a chance to see the real film, I was really surprised that that all, all that stuff wasn't there. So now the music for the film, uh, was written by Ennio Morricone as Carpenter wanted, uh, the thing to have a European music approach. Carpenter flew to Rome to speak to Morricone to convince him to take the job. Now, by the time Morricone flew to Los Angeles to record the score, he had already developed a tape filled with an array of synthesizer music, which he was unsure what type of score Carpenter wanted. Morricone wrote complete separate orchestral and synth, synth synthesizer scores and a, com, and a combined score, which he knew was Carpenter's preference. Carpenter picked a piece closely resembling his own that became the main theme used throughout that boom, 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 boom. He also played the score from the Escape uh, Escape from New York for Morricone as an example. Now, Morricone made several more attempts bringing the score closer to Carpenter's own style. In total, Morricone produced a score of approximately one hour that remained largely unused, uh, but was later released as part of the film's soundtrack. Now, interesting to note that some of the unused cues showed up in and uh, um, Tarantino's Hateful Eight. Um, and how very weird that Marconi won an Oscar for that. 
as well, which I think is kind of uh, un- weird and uh, and it'll be f- interesting to to talk about that as as well because it was actually up for another award, which is not so so nice. Uh, Carpenter was and his longtime collaborator collaborator Alan Howarth uh, separately developed some synth style pieces used in the film. Now, in a 2012 interview, Morricone recalled. I asked Carpenter, as he was preparing some of the electronic music with an assistant to edit the film, why did you call on me if you wanted to do the, it did on your own? He surprised me and said, I got married to your music. That's why I've called you. Then he showed me the film later, and when I wrote the music, we did exchange ideas. He ran away, nearly ashamed of showing it to me. I wrote the music on my own without his advice. Naturally, as I became quite clever since 1982, I've written several scores relating to my life, and I had one, a written one, which was an electronic music, and Carpenter chose that one. Now, over the years, the score has been released in many forms. Now, the music um, that you'll be featured on today's show is from two major sources, a complete re-recorded version of the score released by BSX Records in 2011 and re-released uh, and, and a re-release, rather, of the original score by Quartet Records in 2020. Also will be included will be Stevie Wonder's song Superstition, uh, which also became a favorite f- song of mine due to this film. It is interesting to note that in the initial VHS release, the song had to be changed for licensing reasons. It is also worth noting, as I mentioned before, that the, the not-so-nice award, the the score was nominated for a Razzie Award for the Worst Film Score. That category no longer exists in the Razzies. So here is some music, in this case, from the, the BSX release of John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, this is, was a special release uh, done by Alan Howarth uh, in, um, with his, his kind of production crew as well. So here's a little bit of uh, the score from... The Thing, as we are celebrating the 40th anniversary, right here on Visions and Sound.
And with a little bit of music from the 1982 film, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. That's music, of course, by Ennio Morricone with a little help from John Carpenter. Well, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me. And, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. And I'm also on Good Pods, a downloadable app for your phone or other type devices. And you can also find me on a lot of other podcatchers, but mainly Apple Music as well. Just type in Visions and Sound, and you can find me under podcasts. So welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are celebrating the 40th anniversary of John Carpenter's The Thing. And joining me in the studio is, again, a special guest that I have not, I have not had a, a live guest, someone in the studio for almost two and a half years, Tamara Ravencroft. Thank you for joining me on this week's show. Um, now... The reason why you're on the show this week is to kind of talk about, well, you've got a show coming up in approximately uh, two hours time. And uh, so tell us about it. Tell us about what we can expect from the dark side with Madam Ravencroft. Thank you, Rob. Hello, everybody. Uh, What will be coming up on the dark side is a mixture between goth rock, cold wave, Dark wave, post punk, punk, some neo medieval, uh, some dream pop, and pagan pop, pagan folk kind of situation. Wow! But it's going to be centered around goth. Okay. So where did like where did the the character of of Madame Ravencroft come from? Where did where did uh, uh, she develop from? Well, it's an amalgamation of three different sources. You've got Wolfman Jack, who started the horror kind of uh, radio. Right. Image. Then you have Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Okay. Uh, which was one of my idols, Cassandra Peterson. Right. Uh, but generally, a lot of the, the template, the imprint of the dark side, and quote, Madame Ravencroft, mm-hmm. comes from the hilarious House of Frankenstein <laughs> from CHCH TV. Wow. And the uh, I Am the Wolf Man. Oh. This is Radio Ick. And that. <laughs> As a child, I grew up watching that out of CHCH TV in uh, Toronto, and wow. it just imprinted itself. And I said, "What happens if that really happened? If some kind of a supernatural creature got a hold of a radio station soundboard, I was able to do that in real life. How would it sound like?" Now, I'm not the Wolf Man, but well, I'm the Gothic Vampire. Empress of Waterloo Region, or quote, the Gothic Empress of Waterloo Region. So it's not a wolf man, but it's a, a vampire. So that'll have to do. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, so how long have, how long has this been uh, kind of, um, if you'll excuse the term, brewing uh, uh, so that, uh, you know, we can, we can finally have a listen to, to your show? Uh, you mean the character? Or- yeah, the, this, this kind of thing. I would probably say well over like 20, 30 years wow. that I've been wanting to do this and see like the situation of fantasy become reality. Now, I'm not a vampire. Well, you don't know if I am or not. <laughs> I, mean, I call myself a damn fierce soul. Is that a vampire? Kind yeah. of. Like if Blade's, if Blade is a vampire. Mm. So he's kind of a vampire. Yeah. So we'll go with that. 
but yeah, that was the imprint was uh, hilarious House of Frankenstein. I've actually no person who knows the creator of the hilarious House of Frankenstein. He's still alive. Oh yes, and uh, his name is I believe. Well, you may have heard it, Bruana Claude and the Gorillas. Okay. Well, he did that's that song's coming up in in episode nine. Okay. Of my show. So well, you'll be able to hear that song. Spoilers for episode nine. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> but uh, he knows the person who created the concept of Hilarious House of Frankenstein. Wow. So they already know off me. So. <laughs> well, that's great. And uh, so the, the, the show is, is uh, will be from, well, it premieres this morning or tonight from uh, 3 to 5 a.m., and it'll be going for as long as uh, as long as we possibly can have it on the air. That would be fantastic. All right. Well, what I'm going to do is that we're going to go back to um, talking a little bit about the thing because you know that is the, the 40th anniversary of the show. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, about your show in, in a little bit. But again, you actually were we you've watched the thing to, to kind of prepare yourself for the show. So I really appreciate that. Uh, so. What I'm going to say is this, is we're going to go back to a little bit of the music and then we'll come back and we'll discuss your show and we'll discuss a little bit more about John Carpenter's The Thing. So here's some more music from the 1982 film, John Carpenter's The Thing.
And with a little bit of music from the 1982 film, The Thing. This is um, music by John Carpenter, as well as Ennio Morricone. Now, um, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. There is a lot of information there, a lot of interviews, a lot of shows. I've been doing shows since 2000, so yeah, there's quite a few shows on there. You can also find me on a Good Pods, which is a downloadable app for your phone or other type devices, and you can also find me on Apple Music as well. So welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are celebrating the 40th anniversary of John Carpenter's The Thing. However, I have a special guest, and her she she has been on uh, on a couple of times, Tamara May Ravencroft, and she has got a show coming up uh, this morning, and it'll be premiering at three three a.m. this morning. It is The Dark Side with Madame Ravencroft. Now she does. It's uh, it's great to have you here on the uh, on the show. So tell us what can we expect for, to hear from your show. Well. It's like I said, it features goth music, dark wave, all that. So it's a long time coming, and well, it's finally come to CKWR. But another thing that we have coming up is kind of a theater of the mind concept. So it's not been done before in a long while when it came to radio. If you remember the radio serials of uh, the Shadow Nose right. and such. It's similar to that, but it's rejigged to a different way. Okay. And it's more encompassing horror, but there's also elements of comedy in it as well okay. in order to provide entertainment between the song tracks. So it's a new concept that I'm trying out, but it's not always going to be every week that we'll be having a Tear to the Mind right. episode. Some episodes will be heavy with music, but eventually I would also like to be able to work in having request from you the listeners okay by telling me what you want to hear on a song on a show or a song as long as it's quote within the realm of respectability uh but when you listen to my show tonight you will see what i mean by that mm-hmm. so, so i do a little spoiler on right. that so madam ravencroft if we want to get in contact with you how can we do that well i can be reached on gmail at madam ravencroft e after the word madam all one word, Ravencroft, R-A-V-E-N-C-R-O-F-T, at gmail.com. I can also be reached on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Madam Ravencroft. Again, E after the word Madam and Ravencroft, all one word. Mm-hmm. And uh, do, they, do they need to do anything special if they want to send you? Can they send you music? I think is, is what we Yes. Uh, another thing that I advertise, thanks to Coral Andrews, is that... If you are a goth band, dark wave, cold wave, post-punk, even if you have neo-medieval, for example, you will be able to send me an MP3, a good quality, well, good quality MP3 of your music, as long as it doesn't have issues with racism or anti-LGBTQ. It's respectable. Right. And I would like to be able to play that music on air so that it'll get you noticed and it puts Canada on the world map when it comes to goth, goth music, or any of the genres that are related to it. 
All right. Well, just a reminder that um, The Dark Side with Madame Ravencroft premieres in just a few hours' time at 3 o'clock to 5 a.m. right here on CKWR. So be listening if you are interested in in that kind of music. And even if you're not, have a listen, please. You may fall in love with it. (laughs) That's exactly it. So, yeah, we're going to continue on with a little bit more music from from John Carpenter's The Thing, as we are celebrating the 40th anniversary. Now, uh, one thing about the the film itself is that it I didn't realize it's actually become a tradition in British Antarctica. Uh, the research stations watch the thing as part of their midwinter feast and celebration held every June twenty first. For me, it's always been a a Halloween thing, and it started for me, like I said, way back in in ninety three when I started watching it on a regular basis. Whenever it comes to a theater close by. I want to make sure that I see it on the big screen because yeah, there's just something about seeing it on the big screen that, that uh, you even catch things that you don't catch on the small screen. Um, so I appreciate uh, you being on, on the, the show. We'll, we'll come back and we'll discuss a little bit more about perhaps what we can, uh, what we can expect in the, from the future of Madame Ravencroft and the dark side, but we're going to continue on with a little bit more music from John Carpenter's The Thing as we're celebrating the 40th anniversary, and we'll be right back right after this.
doing a little bit of music from the 1982 film John Carpenter's The Thing. We are celebrating the 40th anniversary of said film. Favorite film of mine and has been my favorite since at least 1993, even before that. Uh, but I have been watching it every Halloween since 1993. So, yeah, I am. I actually just watched it a few hours ago and it has not lost anything uh, over the years. Um, we also have a, I also have a special guest tonight, and this is uh, Tamara Ra- Ravencroft, and she has a show coming up in about uh, an, hour, uh, an hour's time, an hour and twenty minutes time, and uh, it will. And so, why don't you just kind of remind folks first of all what's the name of the show and what they can expect? The name of the show is The Dark Side with Madame Ravencroft, which is moi. Coming up will be music relating to goth music, goth rock. Dark wave, cold wave, post punk, punk, some some dream pop, some neo medieval, and some pagan pop, pagan folk. Okay. Now, when when you're talking about that that those kind that kind of music, what what uh, artists can we expect to hear? Coming up on the premiere episode is Cecil Monique, Susie the Banshees, Bauhaus, Echo the Bunny Man, and uh, Sisters of Mercy as well as Area. But not necessarily like People Are Strange, Echo and the Bunny Men. Maybe something a little bit different? In what way? Oh, okay. So are are, are, are we going to be hearing some People Are Strange? Or is that, uh, is it, you know, is that out of the, out of the, the, the Madame Ravencroft repertoire? People Are Strange isn't coming up in this episode. Ah. That is in a future episode coming. So I am aware of it. You expect to hear a lot of goth music okay. in the weeks and months to come. All right, and if tonight I, it'll be at the Killing Moon. Okay, awesome. So if I want, if anyone wants to get in contact with you, how can they do that? You can reach me at Madam Ravencroft at gmail dot com. Madam with an E, Ravencroft R A V E N C R O F T, all one word. And I also have a place uh, place on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash Madam Ravencroft. All right. Well, be listening for that show, and we will we'll, uh, we'll say a little bit uh, before before the, the show's end, but uh, we'll go back to a little bit of the music of, of Ennio Morricone's music from the 1982 film John Carpenter's The Thing, and we'll be back to wrap up the show in just a little bit, and here's some more. We'll be right back.
And with a little bit of music from the 82 film, John Carpenter's The Thing. That's music by Ennio Morricone with a little help from John Carpenter in the end. Well, while no film sequel exists, a Carpenter-approved video game uh, was released in 2002 in which actually Carpenter appears as a character. It's a very interesting game. I have played it. Uh, It does maybe not quite have the same dread factor as uh, as as uh, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing has but it's definitely there's definitely uh, definitely something there also the the sci-fi channel uh, planned to make a four-part miniseries sequel in 2003 unfortunately nothing ever came of it a companion piece however was eventually produced in in 2011 also confusingly enough titled the thing it served as both remake and prequel it tells the story of the norwegian camp and leads directly into the 1982 film now the film even though i've seen it numerous times i still find ways uh it still finds ways rather to surprise me and i discover new things every time i see it uh, some interesting, uh, like go, go and see it. If you have not seen this film, if, you, if you've had 40 years to see it, if you haven't seen it, definitely go see it, uh, or definitely like, get it off of, uh, of, uh, of streaming or, you know, rent it or whatever you, whatever you can do, but see it. It's definitely worth it. Well, that's all for, for me this week. Uh, thanks for hanging in those that did. And as we continue into 2022, I hope as you're getting on with your day, you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there that care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without the support of a huge team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of an emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. Canadian, the Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868, 1-844-HERE247 or here247.ca all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, join me next week as we kick off, I can't believe I'm saying this, November as with a look at the, the series Murdoch Mysteries and some music and possibly some very interesting happenings in the local area here. I want to thank Tamara Ravencroft. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I look for, I look forward to, uh, to hearing your, your first show. I may not hear it directly at three to five cause I might be, I might be sleeping because you know, I kind of, but I will, I will listen. I will be listening. I will definitely try and listen. Um, but yeah, so just quickly three to five every week, every Saturday, every Saturday. And, uh, and, uh, again, where can we, where can we, uh, where can we find some information on you if need to be? Well, my website is www.facebook.com forward slash Madam Ravencroft, E after the word Madam Ravencroft, R-A-V-E-N-C-R-O-F-T. That's Facebook. You can contact me by email at Madam Ravencroft, same, Madam, with the E after the end, Ravencroft, R-A-V-E-N, C-R-O-F-T, one word, at gmail.com. Fantastic. Well, stay tuned for In The Mix. And of course, three to five, you'll be listening to Madam Ravencroft and The Dark Side here on 98.5 CKWR. Happy Halloween, folks. 
And I'll be back next week with more Visions in Sound.